With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Ivanice, a.k.a. La Sicaria, a.k.a. the baddest bitch in the building from Lucha Underground. And you're listening to the Oversell Wrestling Podcast. It is episode 59, and we are talking all things professional wrestling. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I'm Dan. And we are here to talk some professional wrestling. Be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. And I am at Derek Oversell, D-E-R-I-C-K-O-V-E-R-S-E-L-L. I am at One Dangerous Dan. Are you trying to kill me there? All spelled out. Oh, is that your... <laughs> that is was that your- mine. That's your- <laughs> You almost blew off my ear trunk turning up the vodka. Um, my bad. I you, was looking for mine. You um, cranked up 10. I heard myself. And I, <laughs> I wanted to. I was wondering what the problem was. I've been gone for a while, okay? I'm Do trying to find what, which volume controller is mine well, for the headphones. I got to say, it is good to have you back. Holy crap. <laughs> in studio here at Oversight All right, Studios so where were we? In Bartlett, I'm, Tennessee. I'm at one Dangerous Dan, all spelled out, and I'm on Facebook, Dangerous Dan Matthews. There we go. Great. I finally got it out. Yeah, hey. And you and almost killed me in the process. I almost made you deaf in the process. Well, I will say it is good to have you back in studio. You know, over the Glad phone is all here. right. It was good to talk to you again, but it's good to be. It's good to have you back. Good to have the real thing. Yes, and you are, in fact, <laughs> the real thing. Yes. So we got a lot to talk about, man. Did you get to see Raw, Raw last night? Uh, no, I did not. Um, you know, I'm back in town, so I don't have cable again. Ah. <laughs> Well, I did see, um, you know, the uh, reports off of the spotlight uh, on Facebook and everything, um, which, you know, that's what I use to, you know, get my raw results when I'm uh, not anywhere near a television without cable. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, spotlight, you know, they 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 do pretty good uh, reporting the raw results and the SmackDown results and stuff like that. So, you know, sometimes predictability is all right. Mm-hmm. Other times it is not. Now, when you put John Cena in a match against Seth Rollins for a spot to make a fatal four-way or a fatal five-way, mm-hmm. and instantly you see the club interfere in that match and cost John Ta- John Cena the match, mm-hmm. what do you think is going to happen when AJ has his match against Dean Ambrose? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, they're 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 filling their program. You know, I can't I can't. Uh I can't slide them for their booking, you know. Um, they're they're filling their program, you know, and it's it's just old school booking. That's old. That's the oldest oldest school booking and tricking, you know, I've seen on Raw in forever. You know, they're trying to do new school booking and stuff like that, and pull stuff out of the air and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That that angle that I saw, you know, the the interference from AJ and the club and the and then Cena interfering in his match and everything. Distracting him. Yeah, and you know, um, that's that's the oldest booking trick, you know, that you could buy. One of the oldest booking tricks, you know, in the book. So, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, and, you know, I can't I can't fault them for it. It's pro wrestling, you know. Mm-hmm. So they're going back to old school pro wrestling, which is great. I love to see old, old school booking tricks in, you know, in the new school era, you know. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just, it but just at the same time, you're right. Predictability is sometimes a bad thing. What do you think about what they're doing with the Wyatts and New Day? I want to see where this goes because Xavier being, you know, spooked or whatever, whatever's happening there, you know, uh, you know, it's noticeable. So you know, something's going to happen there. Now, uh, I have seen a, I've, I have seen a couple of Facebook posts where you know people would be like, you know, would you mark out if Xavier Woods joined Bray Wyatt's group? You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 
it's really interesting because when um, New Day interrupted Bray Wyatt a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. he was kind of started to just walk to the ring beside himself, and he didn't do his old W W E world. You know, he didn't do that thing, and then he kind of got shaken back into thing. But there's something about him kind of being drawn to the Wyatt's family, and it's kind of cool that they're giving. Wyatt, to me at least, they're giving Wyatt a little bit of super, that supernatural supernatural edge power, yeah, to yeah. kind of hypnotize or something like that. Uh, I like I like that, you know. You know, we all know, we all know it's you know it's storyline, it's whatever. But you know, let's escape from reality every yeah. now and then. I mean, you know? it's, it's television. It's television. You know, let let me escape from reality every now and then. And if you do it in a certain way, I'll go for it. You know, and they're doing it in a good way. I think that I think it'll be cool. One of the best free agent pickups i think the wwe has made in the past few years has been aj styles oh yeah he has been done nothing but kill it oh yeah since he's joined the wwe i mean he has not had one bad match yet ask that guy to do something and he'll go over the top with it every time you know which you which if you're a pro wrestler that's what you do on a nightly basis you know you take whatever you're given you make it your own you knock it out of the park and that's exactly what he does every night so I thought it was interesting on Raw this week. They opened up with Seth Rollins cutting a promo mm-hmm. about Roman Reigns' suspension. Yes, I did see that they were they were mentioning the suspension, which they never do. Right, right. Not th- what are your thoughts on that? Uh, thoughts on them mentioning the suspension? Yeah, the you know them playing it into the angle. It well, they're going to have to say something about it. Um, you know, especially if they're going to keep him in that main event. You know, yeah, which. I'd be pissed if I was past wrestlers who, you know, got got tagged for a uh, wellness violation. Because how many main events have we seen change over the years because of wellness violations? Right. How many titles have we seen dropped? Mm-hmm. How many, you know, people have we seen suspended for 30, 60, 90 days? You know, how many careers have we seen squashed in an instant by a wellness violation? You know? And then all of a sudden, Roman Reigns... Your WWE champion gets hit with a wellness violation. He gets suspended for 30 days. Oh, but he's still in the main event at the next pay-per-view. We won't take that away from him. He's still in the main event at the next pay-per-view. To me, that's bullshit. It really is. What is worse, that happening or what they did with Orton where they kind of created a rule so they wouldn't be forced to release him? Because that's the rumor, right, that they kind of created a rule like you can get a strike knocked off. Yeah, I'm not sure, you know, because their favorability in in that is just so rampant, you know, mm-hmm. and it's so blatantly obvious that, you know, some guys are favored over others, you know, because let me tell you something, if it was anybody else but Roman Reigns at this point that had gotten tagged with that wellness violation, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have seen them for three months. Not right. Or ever like you'll probably never see adam rose again in the wwe oh hell no you probably will never see him again george in the chat room says aj's been so good he killed the balor club which they dropped their they yeah they they let that they let that trademark drop on the the balor club so it's interesting that maybe they're just going to keep those three together yeah um brand splits coming and it's going to be it's going to be crazy i think and we're going to actually be watching the first live smackdown where they do the draft so we'll have to do some draft coverage i think balor um I think Balor is working everybody on Twitter, you know, because he's constantly posting oh, he is. pictures of him at Raw or you know this, oh, the is, Raw set. He is a troll, you know, and then he and, and then he deletes it. Like five minutes later, he'll delete something, you know. So I mean, like he is so working the Twitter universe right now, you know. It's it's hilarious, you know. So, but you know, of course, you know everybody's gonna mark out when he hits that ring on a Raw. So right, and I think they're gonna be filming. <laughs> um, and I never watch NXT spoilers because I respect NXT that much. But um, Finn Balor, I think they've already started, or they've already recorded, or they have they have a taping coming up for ba- Finn Balor versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh wow. Let's see, uh, Shinsuke and Nakamura. I did see, uh, I did see a picture of both Shinsuke and Balor in the ring doing the Shinsuke pose. You know where he's, you know, doing the arch back and everything all the way down to the mat. And I think that was a tag match that they were in together uh, as a team against uh, another team. Uh, but that was like one of the featured <laughs> pictures of uh, 
on the spotlight and everything. So thought that so, was pretty cool. NXT General Manager William Regal has officially announced the Finn Balor versus Shinsuke Nakamura match for July 13th. Ooh. That is going to be a very exciting match to watch. Have you seen the pictures of him getting ready for the uh, CWC with Tajiri? Uh, Shinsuke? No, I'm sorry, Regal. Regal. Oh, I have not. Yeah, it, uh, I've it seen. Looks- I saw the pictures of him. You know. Uh, uh, I think they were on their knees in the in the, on the mat or something, you know. And Regal had a questionable look on his face or something. <laughs> George says they taped it last week. People say it felt like a goodbye for one of them, and if it's going to be a goodbye for one of them, it's Finn because I think they need Shinsuke as a name down there in NXT for a while. Yeah, while yeah. they can build some more stars up. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how other things go with this brand split here in what three weeks from today. Yeah. It's going to be very interesting. That's going to be the first live SmackDown, right? Yep, and we're going to have to have it on the TV. We're going to have to have it on the TV. Maybe we can do uh, draft analysis. This guy is strong at the (laughs) attack. He is. (laughs) You know, we'll go straight up John Gruden style. Yeah. (laughs) But it's really exciting. There's a lot of exciting news coming up. We've got... The brand split. We got the cruiserweight classic, which we can talk about in a little bit. We'll kind of maybe we'll predict the final four, the final two, and the winner. We've got. I want to talk about the Battle of Los Angeles card. I want to talk, you know, more, more WWE stuff. Um, there's a Force of July show for Wildfire Wrestling coming up. There's a lot, but before we get there, let's talk a little bit about www.oversellpodcast.com. Go there. There's a main player right there. You can listen to all of our episodes right there, middle of the page. While you're listening, click that Amazon link right beneath it and do your shopping on Amazon right there. There's no extra fees. There's no hidden fees or anything like that. It's just you helping out this podcast by shopping on Amazon. So go do it. Shop till you drop. Kill yourself shopping stuff. Yeah, buy stuff. (laughs) Clear out your bank account. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, yeah, so other stuff from Raw – the Miz came back, who got no reaction. I mean, it was like, yeah, great. At least, I, I mean, no reaction. I really at all. hope that doesn't go stagnant and stale. I, I, I hope him and Maurice together don't go stagnant and stale. You know, and he, of course, you know he. I think he helped her to the back after she hurt her leg or something. Yeah, yep. And then, and then it was an act. Yeah, of course. And you know, they could have used done something more special with. Whoever was going to face him for the Intercontinental title that night and and, and end up being Demon Kane. Yeah, yeah. I think George said them perfectly like, yeah, way to let us down again, WWE. That's what George said on Twitter. They could have had a a one night off on an NXT guy or anything happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Looks like I think their feud is going to be wrapping up here soon. Ah, uh, that's that's going to be a go-to feud for a long time. If, yeah, if any of, think, either one of those guys aren't doing anything, <laughs> yeah, I think they're going to move each other on to different things. After they'll this move, match. they'll move on, but they'll always come back to one another. But I, I did think. like what they did with Jericho. You know, he was kind of stoking the fire for those two to fight, and eventually they just both gave it and got hit, rid of him for yep. a little bit. Yep. Um, but it, it's an exciting feud. I don't, I don't think it's gotten stale yet, just because those guys work so well together. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it would be uh, Sami Zayn. George said it best. Sami Zayn's promo was the highlight of the night. He had a very good promo. But I'm hoping that after this, they could take a little break from those two, so we don't get a Balor, uh, not a Balor, a uh, Corbin Ziggler flute. <laughs> I can't talk. I promise I can talk. Feud. Feud. <laughs> so I, because I'm kind of, oh, I'm really over Ziggler and Corbin. Yeah, I'm over that one. I'm over that one myself too. That's you know. Uh, I watched uh, the Money in the Bank letter match and the end result of the night, um, like probably the last ten twenty minutes of the pay per view and everything. Um, but I I was watching highlights from Corbin and uh, Ziggler, and uh, that was a good match. You can't mm-hmm. take anything away from what they did and everything, but still. There's only so many times a guy, two guys can face one another and you've done everything you can do, you know. So it's kind of that feud's kind of getting stale. They need to move Corbin on and they need to move Ziggler on as well. Nadia says, Nadia Hunter in our chat room says, I don't really like watching Sammy fight unless it's against Owens. That's an interesting thought. I, you know, I think he, he's had great matches since he's been in the WWE. Um, the program he had with Cesaro 
in NXT. Um, you know, he came out and separated his shoulder, then had a four-star match with John Cena yeah. right after it. Exactly. I mean, I, I enjoy watching Sami Zayn. He's a very uh, energetic That match he guy. had where he won the title from uh, Neville. Yeah. The NXT oh title from Neville. Yeah, that that was, was an emotional match. That, you know, every emotion poured out of him in that match. That was great. Tatum32, our buddy Will Tatum, um, asked, do y'all like Cesaro's entrance? It's different. I like it more than him just coming out and doing the, the I don't even know, the 50 cal guns or whatever you want to call the entrance where he would, mm-hmm. I, I like it. I, I, uh, I, I think it's something cool to finally, the tearaway suits and. Yeah. Like if that, you I notice, there's, there was kind of like a 007 right. spotlight that follows well, him across he, yeah, the yeah, Oh, LED yeah, they're blatantly. Thing, you know, yeah. <laughs> they're blatantly, blatantly stealing that. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. So, Which that was that was Dean Malenko's gimmick for a while. He was he was kind of a 007 gimmick before he turned into, like, the ladies' man or whatever it was, you know. Hmm. So I thought that, that was pretty funny, though. Oh, I remember those days yes. when he was when he, I I, st- I remember that night where they him and Lita were in the hotel and they turn off the lights, turn them back on the Hardy Bar. Yep, <laughs> and that was that was your guy too. Yep, that was my guy. <laughs> that was my guy. You know, I got I got to looking through the other day, you know, and uh, through the WCW Nitros on the network, right? And I'm just cycling through and I'm reading what's on every one of them and everything, and all of a sudden I see Bret Hart versus Dean Malenko. And I'm like, oh, my God, I got to watch this, you know. And at the time, I think the four horsemen were in a feud with the NWO or somebody else. And Malenko, of course, was a four horseman. And his leg was injured. So he's hobbling to the ring with an injured leg to face Bret Hart and everything. Still was a phenomenal match. Absolutely phenomenal match. But I would love to see, like, the two evenly matched, you know, where he's not trying to sell the leg or whatever, you know. And, of course, it ends up in, like, a DQ because Brett was heel at the time. You know, mm-hmm. he was mm-hmm. healing it out at the time and everything. So, he was he was trying to, you know, get everybody, you know, booing him and everything. So, he, he I think he ended up trying to take a chair to Malenko or something. And then, like, Down, Diamond Dallas Page came in and saved Malenko. Mm-hmm. So, but, it, but I you know, I you know, little gems like that on the network. You know, guys you, you never thought would you'd see, you know, face each other. You know, Malenko. Bret Hart, you know, and I just, I, you know, I would love to see those two wrestle, you know, with him not trying to sell an injury. So, uh, let's see, George. Outside of his feud with Owens and being the former gatekeeper NXT, what is Zayn's character? I think uh, he is a crowd favorite. You know, he's a guy. Uh, he's kind of, uh, let's see, he's a laid back character. Right? I don't think he needs a character. I, he he's being himself. You know he's so he's so well known to the universe at this, at this point. Right. He doesn't even really need a character. He just everybody knows he's a great wrestler. Yep, that's all that they need to know about. And him. they can chant along with his music. Yep, that's they can what chant along with his music, and he still gets the ole 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 chants. Yep, yep. And he's just coming in and putting on incredible matches. And, and you know when we we're talking about talking about talking about about different matches, uh, you know he had that match with Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. I mean, Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, yeah. And that—that's probably the match of the year for me. Yeah. Did you, uh, speaking of match of the year, let's go ahead and talk about this. Did you see what Rev Pro booked? Rev UK Pro. Um. Refresh my memory. This is going to be the first probably feud where Twitter. Oh, you're talking about Vader and Osprey. Yes. Yes. Vader. I, I did see that. Vader may try to kill this guy. And, uh, you know... If he gets his hands on him, he could. Well, Vader Vader is slow-moving as it is, you know? Um, Osprey may give him the benefit of the doubt, but if I was Osprey, I wouldn't give him too much of the benefit I would not, of the doubt. You know, it's, it, the psychology of this match actually is pretty cool because um, you're going to, you know, he's going to have to hit and run, hit and run... Quick hit, quick hit. So yeah. it's gonna. So, but I tell you, uh, I I don't think Vader's got much left in the tank. To tell you the truth, you know, well, I mean, um, I've the stuff that I've seen on the network lately. Uh, he did table for three. Um, I think it was him, Page, and Sting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did a table for three together. Vader was looking rough. 
Well, you see that, and then you see a picture of him that he puts on Twitter after working out, and he still ha- he has the same build. He's just a, a big guy. Yeah. Well, if you knock a brick wall down, it's not going to get back up. <laughs> <laughs> well, did you see? Did you see that uh, Scott Hall? What he said about it? Uh, no, I Vader goes and bitches on Twitter and gets a big payday with Rev Pro. Oh do, yeah, yeah. What do I have to do to get the young bucks? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that that's going to be interesting to see how that match goes. Rev Pro is puts on a hell of a product. You know, Shinsuke Nakamura has done a lot of work with them. Zack Saber Jr. Zack Saber Jr. and Kurt Angle had a match. And, yeah, I, oh. I I heard about that one. They said it was short, but it was awesome. Oh my god! Watch the end of it and just watch the wrestling going on. It. Yeah. It's incredible. I don't know. I th- I think we're getting trolled on Kurt Angle too because you know that we're there's like a an official that got in touch with Meltzer Meltzner. What's the Meltzer. guy's name? Meltzer. Okay, Dave Meltzer. Um, that specifically said they will not have Angle back. You know which. I don't know why they wouldn't well, have Angle back. I think they were planning on bringing him back, but if he opened his mouth. Yeah, they may want it to be a surprise, you know. Which maybe, that would be awesome. I'd love to see him come back at a rumble. If the, if his music hit at a rumble, the roof would blow off the joint. I I want to see him involved with American Alpha. Yeah, That definitely. would be the best thing for him to come in. Yeah. That music hits, and Kurt Angle comes out, and he's like, I've been teaching my three eyes to two gentlemen mm-hmm. here, and here they are. And then um, then American Alpha comes out. I'd love that for uh, It would be for perfect for them. Uh, George says, that news breaks Mike's heart. <laughs> 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 oh, Mike, wherever you may be, his heart's broken because Kurt Angle won't be in the WWE that soon. So, Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the underlying – mess is there but i would like to think that they'd put their differences aside you know well, i mean think, if a freaking ultimate warrior can come back they can that's, that's, bring kurt angle back <laughs> that's true you know austin and wwe had the worst fallout ever yeah and, but they also had a middleman in jr that was working on with both sides right to bring him back in and that, i i don't know if they have that with somebody like kurt angle they don't have that middleman guy nah just like they don't have that middleman with CM Punk to bring him back either. They didn't have anybody with CM Punk. Yeah, well, I think it's just so that guy burns many bridges. Which he, you know, he um, he did an interview with Colin Cowherd, mm-hmm. and I think it was today, and he said WWE treats their wrestlers like indentured servants. Well, the whole thing with WWE is you're not an employee; you're a contracted talent. You're you don't get insurance, you don't get four hundred one k. You don't get anything. You are contracted talent, specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, even even Bruno, uh, he is contracted talent. He's not a WWE employee. The only official WWE employees are those that work in Titan Towers. Mm-hmm. You know, the, all the vice presidents and the marketing directors and Kevin fucking you know. Dunn. <laughs> It's so funny. All of the you, you every time I every time you say that name, I think I see your head turn around <laughs> three hundred sixty degrees. <laughs> oh, George brings up something interesting. The word is WWE now considers itself to be on good terms with Hulk Hogan again, and is looking for the right opportunity to slowly reintroduce reintroduce him on the product. I saw that uh, report today too. If if they can, I also saw a report from Kayfabe News that said. Uh, uh, Hulk Hogan mistakenly sues Gawker instead of Gooker. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did see that. I did see that. Um, uh, I don't know. I, if if that bridge can be rebuilt too, then I'd love to see Hogan back on TV again. Yeah. He wouldn't. I mean, he wouldn't do much. You know, he'd come out. And he can't drop a leg anymore. He'll probably shatter into a million pieces well, if he got, drops a leg. Doesn't he have a fake hip any, now? Anyway, yeah, he's got a hip replacement <laughs> and a knee replacement probably too. Yeah, so who knows? I think the doors, hopefully, down the road, the doors open because I think Kurt Angle needs one final run in the WWE. Yes, yes, he does. He needs to, and you know, if it, if I were him, I would actually take any deal I could get. You know, at this point, because time's ticking for him. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's on the last leg, and uh, he needs to get back and get his foot in the door there. Yep. <clears throat> Let me see here. I'm trying to pull up this interview with what 
CM Punk's did with Colin Cowherd, but of course, my Flash player's out of date, and I've got to install it. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, you just. Oh wait, hold on. I think I've got it here. I think I can pull it up here. Okay. UFC fighter CM Punk coming. Yep. Uh, on re-signing with WWE back in 2011. Uh, back in, I want to say 2011, my contract was up and they were trying to re-sign me and they were trying to re-sign me for low-ball figures. Oh, come on. It's what they do to the guys. They're indentured servants, he continued. They try to pay them the smallest amount of money you could possibly pay them. There's no health insurance. Responsible for your own travel, your own hotels, your own food on the road. You're home once a day, maybe. I did that 10 years to get to the WWE, and then I did it 10 years there, so my gas tank was empty in that regard. See, in 2011, it was kind of hanging in the balance there, and I made the decision to re-sign. It's not that I regret that decision. It's just that I didn't re- that if I didn't re-sign, I would have dedicated myself 100% to this. So I re-signed. That story unfolded. That chapter of my book's over, and now 100% dedicate myself to this now. I guess he's talking about MMA. Mm -hmm. It's just later than I anticipated, and it's a bigger challenge now because I'm older. On him soiling the sanctity of MMA by not working his way up the rankings, there's something pure about it that nobody outside that cage can touch. Do I think that I'm ruining the sport? No, absolutely not. Do I know that there are people that are going to say that? Yeah, absolutely. But I don't got to see them. I don't got to see them on a daily basis. And when I want to shut them off, I just don't read my Twitter. <laughs> uh, George in the chat room, which you can join if you go whenever we we usually record Tuesday, six p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, Mixler m i x l r dot com slash oversell podcast. George in the chat room asks if you could only choose one for a WWE run to end their career, who would it be between Angle, Jeff Hardy, and Mysterio? Angle. Angle. I'm I'm, 100% angle. Uh, Almost like, you know, the first Hurricane Rana that Ray did, he'd probably shatter both knees. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I got to say, he has returned to form in um, Lucha Underground, and George can back me up. I I think he's been working rather well. And Lucha Underground has Ultima Lucha Dose coming up, and it's going to be so exciting. they got another... um, Gift of the Gods title match coming. Pentagon Jr. versus Matanza for the Lucha Underground Championship. I think uh, Hunter Cuerno is going to be taking on Mil Muertes. I mean, it is the ultimate Lucha card. Let me see if I can pull it all. Ultimate. CM Punk also commented on if he would ever see him in professional wrestling again and said he wouldn't return to WWE but shared the only way he might return to a wrestling ring. No, I don't think so, but it is one of those never-say-never things. I just like to cover all my bases just so some internet dweeb isn't going to be like, you said you'd never wrestle again with WWE. No, absolutely not, but you never know. I could pop up here and there. Let me explain this to you even better. It's not going to be televised. It's going to be me in a ninja outfit wrestling one of my buddies, and nobody's ever going to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be very Monty Python, so to speak. <laughs> so here's the card for next week's um, Lucha Underground. Ultima, Ultima Lucha Dos. Uh, Dragon Azteca Jr. versus Prince Puma. I don't think that's right. No, that's just for the TV listings. Rey Mysterio versus Prince Puma. Oh wow, that's going to be an awesome match. I mean, he George said in the chat room he is he's looking impressive and he's putting guys over. So uh, you know that's going to be a great match. And then you got a gift of the gods title match: Tiger Claw, Kill Shot. My current favorite guy in Lucha Underground that I love to watch more than anyone else: Marty the Moth Martinez, <laughs> Sinestro de la Muerta, Daga. Who is in it? Who has seems to be getting kind of stalked by um, what's uh, George? Help me on the chat room. Who's the one that's been kind of stalking Daga? Sexy Star, who is another superstar in Lucha Underground, and Mariposa, who is Marty the Moth Martinez's sister. Now, Sexy Star and Mariposa had to be a tag team win their match together to get the medallion to be in this match. Hmm. And in this match, uh, kill shot. All right, so he was on the top rope. There was a guy sitting on – he was standing on the apron with his arm stretch. 
kill shot jumps off him or jumps onto him, then jumps off of him and does a moonsault. Oh, wow. It was the craziest damn thing. Cobra Moon. That's who. It's Cobra Moon is doing this thing where she's kind of stalking Daga and kind of, I want to. I want to do bad things to you. I saw one that was uh, lethal, uh, Jay Lethal, and uh, he uh, he turned a tiger bomb from the second rope into a hurricane rana, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like, damn. <laughs> Let me see if I can find this clip. of. Uh, these are the highlights from the most recent episode. Oh, and another, this Jaguar-looking dude. The women in Lucha Underground, they're allowed so they're allowed to be badasses. Uh, that's Daga taking on Margarita Sangrara, something like that. Can you see it? Yeah. Oh, wow. That's the first promo Prince Puma's cut in Lucha Underground. That match is going to be incredible. That is Lucha Underground on the on Sling TV on the El Rey Network. Sling TV is like twenty bucks a month, and you get access to everything and the. Lucha Underground is the f- most fresh product, wrestling wise, on the planet. Well, we, let's take a quick break. Well, and we'll I be- do have I oh, do have ahead. a thing, uh, a report on uh, WrestleZone that says uh, top Lucha Underground star reportedly finished yeah, that with was, the company. That was is he headed today. to WWE? And that is Prince Puma. Right, Ricochet. Ricochet, yeah. Uh, I think his contract. It, there's still some language in his contract that would prevent him from going to the WWE. I would love to see it. I don't see how a company could prevent somebody from going to the WWE. I really don't. You know, other than like exclusivity rights with TNA or something like that. I mean, like, I couldn't really see the company like Lucha Underground preventing somebody like Ricochet from going to WWE. All you need is a good lawyer, man. Drop a good contract. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are going to take a quick break. We will be right back. Welcome back. To the Oversell Podcast. Dan, I wanted to go into, um, let me find, I meant to pull this up while we were on break, CWC. And you didn't. You're slacking, man. You're slacking. (laughs) Such a hack podcast host, man. Cruiserweight Classic Participants. WWE Cruiserweight Classic Participants. But before we get there, have you seen the participants they've gotten for um, for PWG's Battle of Los Angeles tournament. I know of Cody Rhodes, and that's about it right now at this point. <coughs> I'll go from. I'm going to name the folks I'm not too familiar with first, and then get to some other names. Trevor Lee, mm-hmm. uh, Pete Dunn, Kamatachi. That's probably all the PWG regulars. Jack Gallagher, which I think I've heard Jack Gallagher's name. He's a really good worker. Now, now's where it gets really cool. Tommy End. Mm-hmm. Sammy Callahan, who was formerly in NXT yeah. as Solomon Crow, Mark Haskins, John Hennigan, or AKA Johnny Mundo, <laughs> uh, Jeff Cobb, who was Matanza on um, Lucha Underground. Underground, Dalton Castle, who is an ROH, and he, he's the guy okay, with the boys, yeah, yeah, yeah. the Peacock, um, Cody Rhodes, and Adam Cole. Wow. That's a hell of a roster for a tournament, man. Tommy End, which... uh, You got a lot of possibilities there. I mean, it's going to be a great tournament. Johnny Mundo, I think, has really stepped his game up since the WWE let him go. 
And, of course, you know, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes, I think, is, you know, taking a deep breath and mm-hmm. really going to enjoy this indie run he's about to do. He's, yeah. He's going to be going to Evolve in Joppa, Maryland. Here he's having up. fun. He's having fun. He's in it for the fun, you know. And I believe him when he says he's not in it for the money. I believe every word he says when he says he's not in it for the money. Yep. You know, I I believe he's just – he's got a bucket list, and he's going to hit that bucket list. Yep. Um, jo- I, like I said, I love John Johnny Mundo now that he's not in the WWE. Dalton Castle is a hell of a worker and is probably one of the best stars in Ring of Honor. Of course, you got Adam Cole who will be representing the Bullet Club. I mean, then – Man, that's a hell of a roster for that, and that's going to be take place September second, third, and fourth, twenty sixteen, out in Reseda, California, the PWG Battle of Los Angeles tournament. If you can't see it, I think you may. I don't know. I know. I hear the customer service for PWG is not that great, so when you order DVDs, <laughs> it takes a good bit to get them in. But it's totally worth it when you get to watch the shows. Let's move on to the WWE Cruiserweight Classic participants. Before we get to the participants, did you see who's going to be? Hosting and calling the matches? Um, I did, but I forgot. <laughs> Marl Ronaldo. Yeah. And Daniel Bryan. Yes. Yes, Daniel Bryan. Yes. Uh, that is, I love that combination. I think that's going to bring, you know, that just it gets you even more hype for the matches because you know I love you're going to Marl's voice. Marl has a good voice, and he's also, I don't know, he's, he's very JR-ish mm-hmm. when it comes to his reactions. Yeah. So... Here is the roster for the Seat Cruiserweight Classic that's going to be starting, I believe, next week or week after. I think that July 13th starts the day. Uh, you, July 13th. Yeah. Kota Ibushi. Awesome. Nice. Grand Metallic. Tajiri. <laughs> I'm excited to see. Zack Sabre Jr. There you go. Noam Dar. Cedric Alexander. Mm-hmm. Clement Petiel. <laughs> it's it, it's they they it's got front, some guys so. from uh, across the pond too. Yep. <clears throat> Fabian Aishner, Harv Sira, Gerv Shira. I think they are brothers. I would hope so if they had the same last name like that. T.J. Perkins, Rich Swan, uh, Drew Gulak. Drew Gulak is awesome. I've been working Evolve. Mm-hmm. The Brian Kendrick, Akira Tozawa. That's one of Shaggy's favorites. Ho Ho Lun. Anthony Bennett, Tyson Ducks, Lince Dorado, Sean Malato, Sean Maluta, excuse me, Raul Mendoza, Kenneth Johnson, Alejandro Says, Damian Slater, Jason Lee, Aria Daviri, Davari, which is, do you remember Davari? Sean Davari, yeah. This is his brother. Okay. Damak, Johnny Gargar- Gargano, NXT Mainstay, Tommaso Ciampa, Zombie. Jack Gallagher, who's also going to be in Battle of Los Angeles, and Tony Nese. And, I mean, that's – I'm excited for this. I cannot I'm, wait I'm to watch I'm excited for this. these guys. This is a great opportunity for everybody on the on that card, you know, and uh, in the tournament. It's, it's a great opportunity for them to showcase and, you know, get a look, you know, mm-hmm. at what WWE is like and, you know. What they what they're capable of? Okay, so and for them and for WWE to get a look at them and see what they're capable of. I mean, the talent is there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and guys in the chat room, give me yours as well, Dan. Who do you think who is who's going to be your final four? I. I'd have to say. I'd have to look at it again. Okay. Just let me know if you need me to scroll down. I'm thinking of Bushi. Okay. Which he's in my final four as well. Thinking Zack Saber Jr. Okay, he's in my final four as well. It's probably going to be in everybody's final four. (laughs) (laughs) 
I would like to think that they would put Brian Kendrick or Tajiri into the final four. You really? know, I would like to think that, you know, um, maybe just as kind of like a standing thing where, you know, they know there's at least one person that everybody knows in the yep. final four, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'd, I'd, I'll put a rotating spot there for Kendrick or Tajiri there okay. uh, in the final four. So you're going to say either one of those? Either one the- of those two okay. would probably be in the final four. Is Rich Swan the – that says United States. That's not the Rich Swan I'm thinking about. Because um, I want to say I saw some – I saw some I – I saw a Rich Swan wrestling a tag team on NXT like a week or two ago, but I forgot. I forgot who what the guy's name was, so it might not be the guy that I'm thinking about. Um, man, fourth one is – Hard on me. Go ahead. Go <laughs> ahead with your four. Okay. Well, I did say I think I think the no brainers are Kota Ibushi and Zack Saber Jr. I think the other two are going to be NXT mainstays Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. So my top, my final four are going to be Ibushi, Saber Jr., Gargano, Ciampa. I'd 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 like to see a no name. I'd like I, you know Chomp and Gargano will probably make it. Will probably make it into the quarterfinals, but not the semifinals. Okay. George in the chat room says Abushi, Saber Junior, Swan, and Gargano. Swan is the only participant under contract, so he's in. So maybe that was Rich Swan you saw. Maybe that was. I'll go with Rich Swan okay. in the final four there. I'll go so with you've Rich got Swan. you've got Abushi, Saber. Either Tajiri or Brian Kendrick and Rich Swan. Yeah. It's a very eclectic yeah. final four. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, it's gonna be yeah. the, I'm think I'm you know, I'm, they they gotta book it like, you know, they um they've gotta have one participant that everybody knows. Make it at least into the semifinals, you know. Mm-hmm. Past the semifinals, you won't see those guys. <laughs> <laughs> You see what Paul Heyman said about the brand split? No. Wherever Brock Lesnar goes, he goes. Yeah. So, a little <laughs> quick news and notes there. I wonder if they'd put him on SmackDown just to get the ratings up. I wish he would write for SmackDown again. You know, give him because oh he, my god, freaking when, Heyman! Yeah, uh, when he was yeah. writing for SmackDown, it was a pretty successful brand. I tell you what, that was that was like. The freaking like moment. One of the moments of my life was cutting a promo in front of Paul Heyman and having him tell me there was nothing wrong with my promo. I can imagine. <laughs> what was it? What other than that? Can you tell us anything else about that? Well, how just um. Well, you know, uh, I you know it was during, it was the time I got to try out. You know, uh, other times I've just worked as extra talent backstage as a security guard or right. you know whatever. Uh, the guy fleeing for his life in front of a semi truck that Big Show was, you know, <laughs> cruising through backstage with, um, you know. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but no, uh, you know, I, they they bring you they bring you into a room and there's probably about four or five people in there that you know. Um, you know, Brooklyn Brooklyn Brawler was in there with me. Um, William Regal. Um, a guy that that is a direct contact to Triple H was in there. Mm-hmm. Um, there was those three guys, and Paul Heyman was kind of sitting in the back, and he was watching me on the monitor because um, it kind of had like a little table set up and everything, and the monitor was kind of back in the back. And the, you know, I kind of almost didn't even realize Paul was there until uh, until somebody mentioned his name, and he kind of stuck his head over the table and everything, and I was like, oh. He's here. Did you get to shake his hand it's or like, anything? like, holy shit. Did you, get, did you get to shake his hand or anything? Uh, yeah, yeah. I got to shake his hand, you know. Uh, it was cool. You know, I, 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 shook, I shook everybody's hand at the end, you know, trying to be professional and everything, you know, and, which you should always do, you know. Just going through some news and notes here. I'm on NoDQ.com. Former TNA and Lucha Underground wrestler Sean Hernandez was involved in a brawl with yes. a wrestler at a Texas Indie show last night. It wasn't a work. Hernandez has a reputation among the Texas Indies as being an asshole and bully, and he kicked in the indie wrestler, which prompted him to punch Hernandez a few times. Yes. Oh, Lordy. That, uh, that was 100% real. My my news feed has been blowing up with that for a <laughs> week now. 
And uh, Byron Wilcott, uh, he he owns and operates uh, Main Event Wrestling in Texas, and that was his locker room that happened in. And uh, he he's he's one of the coolest guys you'll ever meet in the wrestling business. He's he's a former NXT talent. Um, I forgot what his name in NXT was, but it was it was long. It may have been FCW when he was there. You know, it was long before NXT. Um, really got started i think that uh, he was there mike mike uh, mcenroe oh, um like lance mcenroe or something like i i want to say that was close to what his name was mac mcenroe lennox mcenroe mm-hmm. i think is what his name was uh and he was in fcw but uh he had a neck injury and wound up getting released as soon as he, as he was healed up mm-hmm. and you know Bum deal on it, but, you know, he made the best of it. You know, he started his own wrestling company, and like I said, one of the coolest guys I've ever met, you know, in the wrestling business. Uh, he came to this area, wrestled for us in West Memphis a bunch of times. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my uh, <laughs> my family affectionately called him Glitter Britches because <laughs> cause, uh, his, his tights were so, like, uh, I, I think they were sparkly or something. They had some, like, sparkly stuff on there. Um, but you know, that, I thought that was kind of funny because it was like every time, every time I start talking about Byron to, to one of my family members, they're like, "You mean glitter britches?" <laughs> <laughs> but that happened in his locker room, and he's been putting Hernandez on full blast on Facebook, saying Hernandez was a bully and he deserved every bit of what he got out of the dude that he kicked. So. Uh, Michael Cole mentioned on this week's episode of WWE Raw that once the brand extension takes place the people in charge of Raw and SmackDown would be referred to as COOs or Chief Operating Officers. While Shane McMahon, Shane McMahon and Stephanie McMahon have been arguing over who will run each show, there's been no word on what the internal plan is. Also, it looks like they are going to have their own heavyweight title for it. Um, Raw that Dean Ambrose has been referred to as WWE Champion rather than WWE World Heavyweight Champion. There are also changes made on his graphics. This could indicate that WWE has plans for two major titles. I'm fine with that. I don't want, if that's the case, I don't want any crossover between any of the two shows. Don't bring back Big Gold. Have a title. So you don't want the old WCW belt back? I saw that they redid the Winged Eagle belt into a WWE style thing. That would be an awesome I would love to to see the Winged Belt title. I would love to see the Winged Eagle belt Um, come back, you know. Um,. You know that I, I don't bring back big gold. Don't bring back you know the world heavyweight title that Ric Flair carried around. Don't bring that title back. Really? Um, you know, make it original. I want I want to see a new title belt. I want to see you know, and if it's, if it if it's a new title design or whatever, so be it. Just please don't make it the same WWE emblem in a different color. <laughs> you know. Because it's just not going to make – it's just going to get confusing overall, you know. Mm-hmm. So see, I'd, love to see, I'd love to see it in a different style, though, you know. Let me pull up the – I want to pull up – talk to you about this pay-per-view um, schedule coming up. I'd love to see it like – I'd love to see TV titles and stuff like that. I would love to see back. a TV title come back. You know, a well. lot of people – a lot of people think that convolutes things, you know, but it doesn't. You know, if you can have a title match every week – for a TV title, that's something to watch, mm-hmm. you know? And, I mean, that they could make that their flip-flop title, you know? You you exclusively have a TV title that you defend on TV every week, and, you know, that you, go, you get back to the old-school way of things, and you've got, like, 15, 20-minute draws, you know? You've got 15 or 20 minutes worth of TV time to mess with, and you, you can have draws, you can have, you know, count-outs, you can have all kinds of stuff happening, you know? And, I mean, it'd just be, you know, you could have people hang on to the title forever or you could have it flip-flop all over the place and just, you know, make it a crazy title change every now and then, you know? I, I agree. I agree. Um, and I still miss the hardcore title. <laughs> yeah, I, don't miss the, I don't miss the hardcore. It wouldn't work in today's WWE. It wouldn't work, but I, I, I miss the segments it had, you know? I do miss the t- Crash Holly getting chased the through the 24. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> yeah, and going through the little zip line thing and that little, yeah, that that was pretty funny. I like the one guy that got a pin while Crash was sleeping or something. Yes, yes. You know, one sh- finger he's on him and, he, and yeah. Have you seen the DDT Pro stuff that uh, Joey Ryan's been posting? No. 
where the DDT Pro title that he has, I guess, is getting cha- it's getting uh, it's changing hands and different stuff. And uh, I think there was one where Colt Cabana won it from Scott Hall because he signed he signed a uh, uh, like a contract that said he submitted the title. <laughs> All right. And then there was another one where uh, there was a female wrestler and a cat was on top of her, and. The referee came out of nowhere and counted the girl's shoulders down, and the cat was the champion. <laughs> uh, well, I don't know how they're going to treat the tag titles. Um, I don't know. I, I think if maybe your tag team champions will be um, will be they'll just have one set of tag team champions, and they'll be on both shows. I think because I actually think they're also going to be doing that with the women as well. Um, I'd love to see a women's tag title. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. So let's uh, check this out. PWI Insiders confirmed that report as Sky Italy is now also showing the same pay-per-view schedule through the end of 2016. So the rest of the year post-Battleground looks like this. SummerSlam, August 21st in Brooklyn, both brands. Backlash. They're bringing it back. Backlash. Mm. September SmackDown event slash WWE Network exclusive. This is an interesting one. So Backlash is a SmackDown pay-per-view. Yeah. Okay. Clash of the Champions is a Raw pay-per-view. It's going to be a Raw event September 25th. WWE No Mercy, they're bringing back No Mercy. Wow. Uh, That will be a SmackDown event. Hell in a Cell will be a Raw event October 30th. Survivor Series, both brands. So the big four will probably still stay both brands. WWE TLC will be a SmackDown event, and WWE Roadblock will be a Raw event. Okay. So that's, that's looking... There's shows... Right back to back to back. I kind of feel for our friend downtown Bruno. Yeah, he's going to be traveling a bunch, and I'm sure he's. I'm sure he loves his brand split. Doesn't oh, he? <laughs> poor Bruno, man. We love you out there. <laughs> bring Tatum says bring back Unforgiven. Thankfully, no return of Cyber Tuesday says George. Cyber Tuesday. <laughs> Golly, that's bringing back some memories. I would like. I I want Elimination Chamber come back at some point i want war games oh well fuck elimination chamber we've done elimination chamber to death i want some fucking war games up in this bitch war, <laughs> war games is never going to happen because vincent man didn't create it and he doesn't see the allure in it he didn't create clash champions either that's different it's not a whole match style or a whole match it's just <laughs> whatever yeah. so War games, war games. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the old book out here. Yeah, it's time get for, the old uh, book out there. Cue up some music here, because I'm always prepared. You know, always, 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 always prepared. <laughs> always prepared. Yeah. I'm going to go You're ahead like and the find a. Uh, um, <laughs> we got wildfire wrestling coming up. Force of July. Force of July. That's the 16th or the 26th. I forgot. Uh, uh, Force of July is July 21st. 21st. Okay. Yes. I will. I know that date now because the next day I'll be a father. Uh (laughs) Aha. Bad boy. Yeah. Little baby Jack will be here. Let's see. While I'm getting the Memphis wrestling together moment, you guys can go ahead and start thinking about those. Superstars of the week. Superstars of the week. <laughs> the old USWA theme. <laughs> George asks, can war games work in the PGA? That's another thing. I don't think it would work in the PGA. Friggin' Ambrose Asylum match. Come on. <laughs> and there wasn't any blood in it until no. Jericho went into thumbtacks, and that didn't work, I don't think. What's today's date? He had what, like seventy thumbtacks in his back? Yeah. What What's today's date? Uh, today is June twenty eighth. Okay, here's one from June twenty seventh. Jarrett Wrestling Company presents wrestling Monday, June twenty seventh, eight p.m. at the Mid South Coliseum. Southern Tag Team. Title match, Tommy Rich and Tommy Gilbert versus Phil Hickerson and Dennis Condry. Now, Tommy Rich and Doug Gilbert took on... uh, Lawler. 
Lawler and uh, Dundee at that uh, Night in the Slammer. Yeah, the aptly named. Aptly named. Night, Hickerson <laughs> and Condry will leave town if they don't regain the belts. You also had Ken Dillinger versus Sylvester. Can't read that name. Sylvester Ritter. The Exterminators versus Bald Eagle and Jim Garvin. Bill Dundee versus Leroy Brown. $1,000 challenge. Brown must pin Dundee twice in 15 minutes. Paul Orndorff. It's a double main event. The Southern Heavyweight Championship match. Paul Orndorff versus Radimus. Radimus? You remember that name? It's 77, so I doubt you'd remember that name. I don't think. That was before I was born. (laughs) (laughs) And then Jerry Lawler. Versus Rocky Johnson. I guess that would be for what the title would it says it's belt on top of ten foot pole. But it doesn't list what belt it is. And it says Paul Orndorff was a champion. Radimus was a challenger. Maybe it says it in the results. Paul Orn oh that I um Paul Orndorff was the NWA Southern Heavyweight Champion. Oh, nice. So I think Lawler would have just been the I think the music's over with. I don't want to replay that. <laughs> oh, hold on. There we go. Orndorff defense tile. Paul Orndorff defeated Radamius to retain his NWA Southern Heavyweight title. In the main event match last night before a crowd of 6,731 people at the Mid-South Coliseum. In other matches, Phil Hickerson and Dennis Condry won the NWA Southern Tag Team Championship with a win over Tommy Rich and Tommy Gilbert. Jerry Lawler beat Rocky Johnson. Sylvester Ritter defeated Ken Dillinger. Bill Dundee beat Leroy Brown. Bobby Bold Eagle and Jimmy Garvin drew with the Exterminators. And uh, George looked this up. Sylvester Ritter? When I, I mentioned his name, right? Mm-hmm. He ended up going by a different name later in his wrestling career. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Junkyard Dog. There you go. You ever heard of it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so the I, I, It kept sounding familiar to me, you know. Uh, yeah, Sylvester Ritter, Junkyard Dog, rest in peace. Yeah, I miss the old dog. I mean, he was, you know, there's nothing like Memphis professional wrestling at the Coliseum. Nothing like it. 6,000 people. Yep. Well, I can't think of anything else to talk about for this week. So, as we like to end <laughs> every episode, we're in the show. I can't <laughs> think of anything else. Well, as we like to end every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So, Dan, I ask you, who is your Superstar of the Week? Uh, my Superstar of the Week. Um, tell you what, give me a second. Okay. Go ahead with yours. And uh, well, I'm not ready for mine yet. Okay. <laughs> I'm never ready for yeah, yeah, mine you yet. Hit, you hit, you hit me too. You hit me too. Uh, uh, let's see. Too superstar soon. of the week. Superstar of the week. Superstar of the week. Oh, by the way, Byron Wilcott also goes by Big Daddy Yum Yum. So, for oh those yeah, of, for those that in of the you, chat room. For those of you that uh, have never seen it before, there's a Botchamania video of how to sell like Big Daddy Yum Yum, and he's getting chopped over and over again in Japan. And his arms are just waving wildly in the air as he's getting <laughs> chopped like a hundred times, and it's absolutely hysterical. George called it out, man. He said his current ring name is Big Daddy Yum Yum. Superstar of the week. Who do I want to give my superstar of the week to? Oh man, I'm drawing a blank. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, Let me see here. I'll tell you what. My superstar of the week is Brent McKenzie from Main Event Wrestling okay. in Texas. That's the gentleman who stood up <laughs> to Sean Hernandez uh, George and says, his bullshit. George says his superstar of the week is Jericho for that amazing interview with Nancy Benoit's sister on his podcast. I read some of that. That was really need to listen to cool. it. It's a good interview. I've started it. I haven't finished it yet. Uh, Will, you got a superstar of the week if you're still out there. I'm still thinking of mine. Um. Ah oh man, I am. They're post. They're blank. going crazy. I'm sorry. I'm on Byron Wilcott's Facebook page right now. <laughs> He's posted a bunch of stuff about you know. It looks like uh, Byron was facing Brent, 
and that was the only reason that he actually got a cut because I think Byron like laid in a punch accidentally or something. <laughs> but he's saying he, they're sitting there saying over and over again with all these photos of Brent. You know what black eye? I don't have a black eye. <laughs> Sean Hernandez says I got a black eye. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Oh, jeez. Oh man, I, I still can't think of a dang superstar of the week. AJ Styles because he got his own Tampa Bay Buccaneers jersey last <laughs> week, on and he got to do a two sweet with Jameis Winston. There you go, AJ Styles, and another superstar of the week, Jameis Winston for getting to go to Raw and meet some of the wrestlers. Here's here's another one uh, of Brent McKenzie, and uh, he's he's <laughs> he's smiling. He's got a cigar hanging out of his mouth, and says that face you make when you triple your booking fee after kicking Sean Hernandez's ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's stuff like that. I mean, like they can't go through a day without posting at least three memes about this. <laughs> it's been absolutely hysterical. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here this week. Be sure you uh, follow us on Twitter at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast, Oversell Podcast.com, and check out the Amazon link. Thank you to Blog Talk Radio, our host. The easiest way to get to this password is head over to iTunes. Subscribe there. While you're there, leave us a five-star review. That's how we get better rated in iTunes and more people can see our podcast. Other than that, that's it for this week. You've been listening to the Oversell Podcast. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.